a cuppa and a good chinwag? The story has real-life stories to inspire and make you smile. Weekdays on Vision and on demand in the app. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. It's no surprise that advocacy and activist organisations want their voice heard in an election campaign. Candidates want your vote, so now's the time to let them know what you want. The organisation Collective Shout is raising a voice, calling for protection for our kids from exposure to pornography. Melinda Tankard-Reist leads Collective Shout, an organisation that stands against sexploitation. Melinda's joining us. Melinda, welcome along to 2020. Always good to be with you, Neil. Melinda, the sex industry doesn't want regulation. You're calling for regulation. Where is the government and the opposition in all of that? Yes, well, we believe we should all be able to find a common ground on this issue and agree that children, at least, should be protected from hardcore porn, torture porn, rape porn, sadism, uh, incest. We know they're all being exposed to those uh, forms of pornography at rates never before seen. Now, the federal government did make a commitment to roll out a proof-of-age protection system to protect children from exposure to explicit content. The eSafety Commission was tasked with coming up with a plan, but they won't even report on this until the end of the year. So we don't have a system, we don't have the plan, and we just don't want it to be uh, derailed by vested interests who put the well-being of the sex industry profits ahead of the well-being of children. And that's why we're seeking statements from every candidate, every sitting MP, uh, to try to get an undertaking that they won't allow this process to be derailed by vested interests. Are you saying that there are forces at work trying to keep the porn issue out of an election campaign so that it doesn't put pressure on the government and the opposition? Well, what we do know is that the sex industry, generally speaking, doesn't want regulation of any kind because it's their business model. The global multi-billion dollar porn industry's business model is that it needs to secure the next generation of consumers. They dress it up under the guise of free speech and civil liberties. However, free speech should not be uh, put above protecting children. We know that uh, exposure to porn damages their developing sexual templates. We're seeing it play out in schools. Everywhere I travel around the country, we're seeing a rise of child-on-child sexual assault at rates never before seen. We're seeing more adolescent boys turning up in our sexual assault statistics in Australia and globally. More girls are telling us that boys expect them to perform the kind of sex acts that the boys have seen in porn. We're seeing more sexual harassment in schools, more demands for sexual pictures, more touching and groping, and those behaviours. And so we don't think that the sex industry should be allowed unfettered access to our children. We think children should be protected from this kind of content if we claim to to care about them. You're asking the parties and individual candidates to respond, but what I'm hearing you say here, Melinda, is they're not responding, uh, brushing it aside, avoiding the question. Well, 
still a process. Uh, we have asked our supporters to contact their local candidates to ask them to give a commitment to see this process through. We don't want it derailed. Whoever ends up in government, we're, we're non-party poli- political, so we're not uh, you know, actively connected with any particular party. But we want whoever gets elected to commit to seeing this process through so that we can get proof-of-age protections to at least stop children accessing this content. These systems are being uh, rolled out in, in other countries. We don't want to see it delayed. Uh, we don't want to see it derailed. So our supporters have been contacting their candidates and getting statements from them, and uh, we'll be sharing those statements uh, as they come in. Uh, we think this is such an important issue, uh, you know, for the well-being the healthy development of our children. We'd like to see candidates make a statement that they think that children should be protected, deserve to be protected. They are the most vulnerable members of our of our community. And uh, then our supporters will be casting their votes accordingly. And we have thousands of supporters around the country. So we hope that means something to the candidates who are seeking the the, the the votes of our supporter networks. Children, the most vulnerable members of our community, there's no argument. Uh, the sex industry, very, very strong, and mm. uh, they're obviously uh, imposing their weight. Uh, but you're calling on ordinary mums and dads who are concerned about their children. Uh, there's some mm. things you'd like to see, an age verification system. Is that the proactive mm. approach uh, that, that might resolve some of the issue? Absolutely, it would, because it would be one barrier uh, to prevent children accessing porn. We're not saying it's the only solution. It needs multiple (laughs) approaches and solutions. But at least we should agree that with a click of a button, children shouldn't have to see uh, women being degraded, depersonalised, dehumanised and tortured, which uh, is the most popular genre of pornography. Uh, So it would just be one little barrier where, because at the moment there aren't any barriers there's no proof of age. You don't have to show that you're over 18. It's just you just get entry straight away. Um, a, a tiny minority of porn sites ask you to tick a box saying you're over 18, but it's meaningless because there's there's no enforcement. There's no one checking that you actually are. Uh, we also have a second ask, which is to reform our broken advertising system. Anyone that's gone to a shopping centre and seen pornified portrayals of women floor to ceiling I will know that the self-regulation system has not worked. We're calling for a co-regulatory system, which even a parliamentary committee recommended back in 2011 uh, to stop uh, all of us really uh, having to be exposed to porn-themed portrayals of women floor to ceiling uh, by this playboy-owned sex store, Honey Burdette, which is in our shopping centres all around the country. So that's our second ask as well, uh, is about... um, Stopping pornified portrayals of women in in the public domain where we all have to sort of live and breathe and walk through. Now, putting pressure on candidates, not always mm. easy to do from a centralised location where you are. But today mm. we're talking with listeners who are tuned in all around Australia and you'd mm. like listeners today perhaps to pose a question or two to candidates. And I suspect those uh, concerned parents, those mothers and fathers who are wondering, Mm -hmm. uh, how are my kids growing up in this day Mm -hmm. and age when they've got all this Mm -hmm. access to pornography? What would you like uh, for our listeners to ask their local candidates? Well, anyone that cares about children should be asking their candidates what they will do 
to protect children from accessing this very dangerous and harmful uh, content. And the fact is that a federal election gives us the perfect opportunity, uh, really, to talk to candidates because they want to listen to us now. They want to be seen to be listening to us. They're uh, going after us for our vote. So your existing sitting MP and any uh, new candidate should be asked, will they support age verification uh, to uh, protect children from porn? And, you know, will they commit to seeing this process uh, roll out and not be derailed by uh, vested interests who don't want any regulation of the internet? And if you ask your candidate and you secure a response, please send that to us and we'll let our other supporters know that this candidate is worthy of your vote. So the major parties are reluctant to respond. Have you had much response from some of the independents or some of the minor party candidates? Well, I'm not sure we can say they're reluctant. We do have a commitment from the the coalition uh, because the coalition government did uh, task the e-safety commission with coming up with a plan. So we do have an in-principle undertaking from the current um, government to establish a roadmap for rolling out a system. Uh, But we we really want to see the individual candidates uh, commit to it. Uh, we are seeking a statement from the ALP and from any independents. Uh, this is all happening as we speak, so I can't give you a definitive response at this stage. But as the responses come in, we'll certainly be letting our our supporters know. Uh, if they are on the side of the sex industry, they are on the side of the sex industry profits, the global porn industry, which is preying on our children, targeting our children to become the next generation of consumers, then we don't think that they're worthy of your vote because clearly they don't care about the welfare of young people. Melinda, we can ask our candidates these sorts of questions. Uh, What about individuals? Uh, Sometimes you come across things or there's an incident within your own family or within your wider community. Uh, What's the value of a complaint that you might make uh, that might even just be telling your story but may well Well, get some sort of response? Absolutely. I can't even tell you, Neil, how many parents contact me almost every day with a heartbreaking story of the destructive impacts of porn exposure on their child. It might be at home, it might be at school, on the school bus, on the school camp. Even even parents who do everything they can to protect their children in their family home are finding that their child has been exposed to porn, often by another child uh, at school. A lot of boys are actually consuming pornography at school, uh, sometimes on their laptop in the back of the class, you know, in the schoolyard, on the school bus. So the power of story is something I've believed in for a long time. It's why I've written uh, seven books, most of them based on the power, power of narratives, individual stories. You know, any parent that has had this experience should relate that to their local candidate and say, this happened to me. What would you do to stop this happening to other children? As I said, heartbroken, grief-stricken parents Seeing the effect, some children uh, have to be in counselling, sometimes they can't sleep, sometimes they have to be medicated because what they see, they're not meant to see. You know? um, they're not cognitively developed to make sense of what they've just seen and the level of brutality and violence is very destructive of their, their health and, and well-being, their physical, emotional, psychological, spiritual health. Uh, so use that story. You know, you know, Use that story for, for good. Uh, to put pressure on MPs and 
candidates to, to come out and say, yes, we agree, this starts, we need to do something to act and we need this proof-of-age system sooner rather than later. We're, well, you know, it's a little bit slow, the process is a bit too slow for our liking. It is time to speak up and in the lead up to an election, no better time than be asking candidates and a couple of proactive areas you've mentioned, age verification and also a co-regulatory advertising system. I can point people to the website and you might think, well, how can I get some resource to be able to arm myself to know what to say if I'm talking to my candidate or where can I complain Uh, collectiveshout.org is the website Mm. collectiveshout.org and Mm -hmm. Melinda Tankard-Reist leads Collective Shout Melinda, thanks so much for your update today on 2020 Really appreciate your interest Neil, thanks so much Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media To find out more about us go to vision.org.au